Hash House and Circle Up. Welcome to On On, the Hash House Harrier podcast for interviews, history, and stories. I'm your host, Ra. Today on the podcast, we have a Rumson Hasher, someone who came to hashing in the middle of one of the most prolific and successful running careers. The founder of Rumson's Co-Motion on the Ocean Weekend and a Rumson Hasher since the late 1970s. Today, welcome on the podcast, Cumby. Welcome. Yes, good morning. Good morning. Cumby, tell everybody when and where and how you started hashing. 1978 uh, at the end of it and I was warming up for a uh, very competitive 10k world record holders were here the Africans uh, guys that had won a New York marathon and I looked over and these knuckleheads were running all over the place beating the shit out of each other running with beer in their hand and I said these motherfuckers are crazy and I, and I said you know what they're just like me that's what I want to do just running competitively running miles 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 I needed little um, side bar there. I ran with them once, and, and I said, these these guys are too even crazy for me. But then uh, my boy, Boba Child, called up right at the beginning of 79, and he asked me to help him set a run. And he set some kind of wacky figure eight in Turkey Swamp, New Jersey, which was uh, all fucked up. Afterwards, uh, they all went to a bar where Chemical Mike, he was uh, joking how they... Now, he had taken a rooster from the back of the bar and put it in one of the guy's trucks. The rooster shit all over the truck, and it was on the windows, and the rooster died. And I said, you motherfuckers, that's my parents' place. We owned a bar for like 30 years in Howell, and, uh, and that was our rooster. But the, anyway, that's when they were the Hell's Angels of Hashing. You know, they, were, they were absolutely nuts. And, and then uh, I said, these people are like me. Okay, so that was 1979 with Rumps and Hash, your first Yes. Name. Talk about how you got your hash name. Uh, on the way to the 1999 D.C. Red Dress, and it was with Gil Jackson and Bobby Reed. Mr. Jackson and Elephant Dick. Elephant Dick. And they said, you better get yourself a name. And Rumson's the only probably kennel that we actually name ourselves. And they said, you better name yourself or you're going to get some whacked up name that you're not going to like. And I said, oh, I don't care. Just give me anything. And Bobby Elephant Dick said, uh, comes with, comes with. And I said, the turf. And I said, all right, that's good. And lately, Gil Jack- Mr. Jackson says that, well, that's way too long. We can't remember that. And so we, you're, you're going to be called Cumby from now on. And I go, oh, yeah, that's fine. Whatever. You know, couldn't you remember it comes with turf. No. Okay. Well, we're half minds, you know. And uh, for sale or rent, and other people have yelled at me, actually. saying, you can't name yourself. And everybody in the rump stands is like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to name ourselves, and that's it. End of story. Okay. Well, we'll find it. We'll talk to some other rumps and guys and find out their... Uh Hash name stories and that if your hash name stories are truth or not, we'll figure that out. Let's talk about Rumps and Hash. So you've been there for, it's almost 40, it's over 40 years now. Holy mackerel, don't remind me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Rumson is an all men's hash that meets 1017 on Saturday mornings, but you also do some other, some events, special events. What are the special events you've helped organize over the years for Rumson? We did an event called the Hashathon, and a lot of serious runners came up. And actually, I had done one in 78 before I was really running seriously with these guys. I wanted to win it, and actually, a friend of mine, Tim McClone, uh, was out to beat me, and I, I was uh, like super stoked. And uh, I came to Chemical Mike, and I said, which way? And then he goes, well, it could go this way, maybe that way. And I said, ah, and he led me to a peninsula out in the water, and I, went, I said, yeah, uh-huh. But uh, that was the hashathon, and also, uh, of course, I started Como, and 
it has taken off and is getting to be a big thing. I, I think that's pretty much it. We have the 10-mile 10, 10 bar, which I'll let an elephant dick uh, tell you about. That used to have over 100 people, and that got to be too, too crazy. A, a lot of tickets and people falling over and going to the hospital, but the, I'll let him tell you about that. <laughs> I'll let him tell you about that one. Focus on commotion by the ocean then. Yes. How did that come to be? When and how did that start? Was that 19 years ago? We just put it on our shirt. And I'm the one who started. I can't remember. But I just, you know, I went to that Austin inner hash and I thought was was the worst. (laughs) I know a lot of people liked it, but I thought it was a debacle. I mean, well, part of the problem is, you know, I do a lot of puns. And we went underneath the barbed wire and it slipped out of somebody's hand. And I just... Was relentless on this one girl, and she was cursing me out. I said, "Is your name Barb? Barbara Wire?" And then she's like, "Shut up!" And I said, "You got the point, huh?" And then she's like, "Shut up!" <laughs> she was chasing after me, like she's really pissed. I don't know why, but so I said, "I'm going to start my own event." <laughs> start my own event. It was pretty cool the first year. I put a lot of my own money in, and Dead Man Walking. He put a lot of his own money making the wearables. Train to a swamp, to a boat, and I had an unbelievable, uh, you know. Seafood breakfast, and, you know the, everything, uh, strawberries and chocolate, all, all that kind of stuff, and uh, it took off. Uh, the nice thing was I had a hotel right on the other side of the bridge from the uh, bar in uh, the American Legion where we where we had the party afterwards. And unfortunately, Cliff Diver didn't want to walk over the bridge, took his car, and then he got a DWI. But that's something for a later later story. Okay, so the, the, I've been to some Como's. The Como yeah, by the Ocean has some. Uh, unique features. It's got an open bar on Saturday night now. Yes. Is that a standard thing? What, do you know when that started? The, the just completely open bar, not just beer. It started when we started moving down to the Windjammer, and that was, what, 12 years ago. And an interesting story on in that, too. The colonel, who has passed away, was one of the heads of security for the U.N. building. He, <laughs> We sent him down, and he's dealt with the mob and everything else. We sent him down to Joey. You know Joey, the... Yeah, owner of Windjammer. Owner of Windjammer, and we said try to talk him down, and he goes, you know what? Just just take your stuff every someplace else. And Colonel went, whoa, 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 wait, hold on, hold. On. It's twenty four seven open bars, and it's pretty cool. And a great venue, as you know, but the, there's only so many people that can fit in there, and it's uh, it's one of those caches that sells out like in five minutes. And it's expanded. Originally, it was a weekend event. Now, I now it seems to be almost a week long. Yeah, and everybody hangs around for the there's great seafood down there, and uh, the boat ride on Thursday, which shit happens, partially sponsors, which is pretty cool. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a big thing. And, and there have been some run-ins with the officials <laughs> over the years at Como. Do you remember any of those? I mean, Tough Slut, <laughs> he loves to take his clothes off, and he did it right next to the yacht club. And these people are out there with their martinis and mo- mojitos, and, and they're looking over, and there's Tough Slut. You know, swimming nude, and uh, we were all drinking beer and yucking it up. And the next thing I know, you know, a couple of people have mentioned this, too, is uh, you know, the police were there waiting. Somebody said it was only 50 bucks, but it's 200 bucks a person. And then Doggy style, of course, he's peeing in the ocean. And up <laughs> <in> the- <laughs> a bunch of police were watching him. Shenanigans ensue, you know, everybody's walking drunk down a boardwalk, and 60 of us in Blues Brothers outfits, something bad's going to happen, you know. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and every Friday night, the the official start is the Blues Brothers dress-up hash. That is a music festival, right? It's a music festival. I kinda, when I set it up, I, I did it in conjunction with that, and uh, just before uh, Memorial Day. So uh, the brace and the hotel are low, and it, it, everything came together really nicely. Cool. A lot of great bands down there, and a lot of dancing, which is kind of fun. 
Yeah, and that's held in May, right before the American Memorial Day week, right? Correct. It's not hashing, but it's a big part of your getting to the hash, since it was at a race. All kind of people in the hash from all kind of walks of life. But you were a very successful competitive runner. Yeah, just a close, very close to world class. But I ran a 2.14 marathon and a 4.08, which is kind of slow for the mile, but it was a school record where I went to college for a short time. There's an interesting story there, too. Uh, I've been to a Philly hash before that event and got pretty hammered. Handjob was working the finish line, and, and I had won it. You know, they had the press truck out in front and the helicopters and all the people on the side, everybody's cheering. <laughs> Here I come, and, I, and like I said, I was hammered at the Philly hash, and, and he's like, what the hell? And, and uh, <laughs> but, uh, it was a uh, Pennsylvania and Philadelphia record for uh, 30 years until an African just broke it by 14 seconds, which is a half second per mile. So You joined Rumson back then. You were still fit and running full speed. Right. What's a, what's a Rumson hash like? What's the traditions and style of a Rumson hash house area's normal runs? Well, in the beginning, they were the Hell's Angels. They, you'd be sitting at the bar and you'd smell your socks on, you know, you'd smell something on fire, and they'd <laughs> like, fire to your socks, and you'd hear, like, these two guys smacking the shit out of each other over in the corner, and it'd be the Lunar Don and his brother. Oh, and if you were wearing, like, something with a logo on it, like a polo or something on your shirt, this Lunar Don would come up and just bite it right off here. <laughs> he would one of these guys that would just look up, look at you, and, and knock you out with his head, you know, headbutt. So you didn't mess with. Him. <laughs> they were. Oh, and my boy Crazy Eddie, uh, he had a target in his back. I remember he was. We were running out in the woods, and he said, "Just let, let's have a hunter uh, track me down now." And he goes to the bar and he got a dart. He stood in front of the dartboard and they put a dart right in. It went all the way in. <laughs> <laughs> That was a little too crazy for me, but you know, as most hashes, it depends on who's uh, laying trail, but ours are pretty short, you know, the, uh, these guys. Back in those days, too, another story, which you might have to cut out, they found a dead horse out in the woods on a hash run, but it was a, uh, what do you call it, oh, they're stiff. They <laughs> took it on Mr. Jackson's property. I'll let him tell you all about it, but, you know, he, he lived in an exclusive neighborhood next to Bruce Springsteen and all this other stuff, but... <laughs> Rumson, they stuck it up on his yard and they shoved a bud bottle up and say, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and his wife came out and, says, and said, uh, and she had a bit of a shock. They, he had to call the SPCA and they called the police and the police called something. You know, they, Did they call Budweiser? Huh? No, no, no. Did you want your bottle back? And, they, uh, and we actually, I wasn't there, but they ran into a, a guy that hung himself out in the woods once too, which was kind of. Like me, they used, they hate me because I set long runs. I go out and I set a 10-mile run, and they're like, you know, now I got one or two people that show up. GI, because you always come to the run, and that's in uh, Euro trash. That's about it. <laughs> the hash starts at 10, 17 in the morning. It's all men. Yes. There's no circle. No. There's no singing. No. Yeah, so those are kind of unique things. It's more modeled after the original hash from 80 years ago than... Most American ashes. I like to give credit to Mr. Jackson. I mean, if he he's he's driven an hour and a half down to to that turkey swamp I was talking about, and if he sees a bimbo there, he just get in his car and goes, "I'm going home." <laughs> <laughs> he does, and he goes another hour and a half back all the way home. But it's good, you know. It's, uh, it's, it's as you know, it changes the complexion of the the hash, and you know, wives are and girlfriends are more more likely to send you out if there's no women there. You know, all right, go out with the guys, get drunk, and. Describe hashing, the words come up, or running and beer. So you also had a 
beer career, didn't you? Yeah, I a beer salesman for 35 years, and uh, I was the top-selling Miller Lite salesman on the Jersey Shore, maybe in the state of New Jersey. I had a huge account, and there's a big story about that, which I'll... All the guys were on the way to the Final Four, and of course they gave this guy's tickets, and the CEO from Miller was there, and my supervisors, a couple of them I didn't get along with too well, but they said, oh, this jerk off that goes into your bar, and the guy looks at me and goes, I'll tell you what, and this is in front of the Miller CEO, one of the heads, he goes, I'll tell you, if it wasn't for him and his goofy jokes, Miller Light would be the hell out of here, and it was so cool, and it shut him right up, you know. Also, I had the biggest Guinness account in the shore, if not the state, if not the country, it's called the Dublin House, and they would get 20, 20 barrels at a, a twice or three times a week. So I had some pretty good accounts. Yep. And that's something that certainly was part of Com some Como weekends was right. not just one beer and not just the base beer. Right. We had some good imports from Germany, uh, Hackershore, Polliner. Well, you know, you've seen the different beers there. Yeah, yeah, it's great. We've had Guinness on ta on bar barrels of Guinness and barrels of IPAs and imported beers and everything. Yeah. Yeah, and pushed with nitrogen, which is important. What's about? How's that work? Yeah, nitrogen CO2 mix. It makes for a better cascade on, on when the beer pours into a pint glass, ah. or just CO2. It just doesn't look right. Yeah. You mentioned Austin Interhash kind of <laughs> motivating you to start Como. What other bigger events have you ever gone? Have you gone to other more events? Just, just that, Austin, uh, the D.C. Red Dress Run. Oh, and I'm on somebody's, imagine, mental, mental place, back, place back home. I ran across the reflecting pool in front of the Lincoln Memorial, and these Germans were on the side, can we get your picture? And I, <laughs> I said, sure, so they're all standing out in the reflecting pool with me, and I'm running across, and the Philadelphia inner hash. And I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, we don't do a lot of traveling, except for Jackson and Elephant Pick. And GI. How jarring is it for a Rumson hasher to go to a hash where all those other traditions, be, circles, songs, etc., happen? Well, it's like a dead man and I, quite a while ago, we went to a hash down in Maryland. We always do shit in circle. I mean, <laughs> everybody's singing these songs. We're going, ah, yeah, 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 you know, half drunk. You know, I have these fart bags I throw in there, and everybody goes, ah, get out of here. They throw us out, or I throw fireworks, and come on, you're, and they call us names, and then we like, we go on the side of this, outside the circle and just laugh and, you know, throw a beardy at everybody or whatever. <laughs> Rumson hash has got a great reputation, well, very well known because it's one of the longest running hashes in the country and in the world. Uh, you know, I don't know about a great reputation, though. <laughs> well, a big reputation. Yeah, yeah, let's put it that way. What is the policy on women sneaking their way on or being invited onto a Rumson hash? What do you, how, is, what, how does that usually go? They're ostracized. I mean, we just don't even talk to them or turn our backs. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> We say you can come once, but that's it. And even when they come once, we don't really pay much mind. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> what about the Rumson Deadpool, the so-called Rumson Deadpool? Is that well, that's, that's, that's real? Yeah, that's funny you say that because uh, now I mean, we used to be the Hell's Angels of Hash, and now I think we're the Pens-wearing, Pampers-wearing Hash <laughs> <laughs> House Harriet. But, uh, yeah, Harrisburg started that up. I thought it. You know, maybe I might want to delete this, but Mr. Jackson, I had a run a couple of weeks ago, and he was listening. Well, I thought that was it. You know, he fell into the bushes, and he was covered with ticks. Actually, as a matter of fact, he just found out a week ago that he has babiosis from ticks, uh, tick bite. But there's a couple of us that are close, you know, to winning, winning some people some money over in Harrisburg. <laughs> 
Uh, you mentioned a lot of great characters. I think it'll, people will like this to hear those names of the rumps and hashers and people. There, there are quite a few people that have seen a Rumson presentation at Inter-America's, one of the famous Inter-America's bids. What would happen if Rumson actually ever won an Inter-America's bid? Well, we always declined it. We always won, as I understand, and we'd always decline to saying, oh, we can't really handle it. But but this year, if we, if we they next time if they win it, we'll take it. We'll have probably like an Asbury Park or something, or down in Seaside. But we're going to siphon out the responsibilities, like Shit Happens has done quite a few. We'll get D.C. up here, Philly, New York City hashers. But we, we don't have the wherewithal to handle such a thing, you know? <laughs> but you're actually talking about really running the American Interhash there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd be kind of fun in the Jersey Shore. It'd be a great venue. Like I say, we would siphon out, what do you call it, requisition out the responsibilities. Yeah, yeah, delegate. I could do the beer, you know, and Otis, he did the Orlando, some big inner hash down in Orlando. But You do, though, have some younger folks that dribble in and join Rumson, right? Yes, a couple, yep. It surprised the hell out of me. It was great, too, because I can't think of her name, the hash name, Dawn Christman. She's with Harrisburg, spot hash she does. Stole the Rumson flag, and these young guys took out after her, brought her back and the flag and threw her in the pool and... <laughs> Thank God, you know, because we just stood there and watched her like, oh, there goes our flag, you know. <laughs> <laughs> in the Como weekend, there's been all kind of stuff happen. Nobody's been sent to the hospital or anything. There have been fires in the hotel rooms over the years. And yeah, yeah, yeah. DWIs and... DWIs, naked tickets, drink... Naked yeah, tickets, piss on the beach. Yeah. Besides that, you're right. Not, not too much, luckily. Yeah, yeah. And then there's just a circle on Sunday morning for the whole weekend. And thanks to you, yeah, you did a couple. You did a couple of great circles. I know a wish boner from Harrisburg. She does a great job. Yeah. So Comotion is a Rumson hosted event that does allow bimbos and right ten miles ten bar also, which is now I what then it was five miles five bars. Now I think it's one uh, half mile back up to ten bars again. <laughs> <laughs> and, but that's a co-ed event. You can have bimbos Correct. come get drunk. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 Yep. Let's take a look. So you've been doing it now, like it or not, over 40 years. There aren't a lot of clubs that are modeled like Rumson in the U.S., like a handful. What do you think about the future of hashing? Is there likely to ever be clubs that form like Rumson again, or is this the hashing doesn't get Rumson, or what do you think? Boy, I hope so. I've been to a few events. Uh, Ian's, what was his 80th birthday? I went up in New York. Ian Cummings and had a great time. You know, he, he did some speeches he, he, and a little singing. I think his idea too was just all male. But I, I just, I just, I hope so. I mean, like I say, it just women change the whole complexion. Guys act different, and the speech changes. And uh, I just like to go out, put your arm around the guys, drink a few beers, and run, and then go home. You know? How long is the, the event? We start at 10.17. What time do you usually get home? And the reason why we tar start at 10.17 is because we say 10 o'clock and everybody always shows up late. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. Like I say, it depends on, on the hash. But we used to stay out till 3, 4 o'clock, but now more like 1 or 2. Who's setting the run, like I say? And nobody shows up to my runs anymore because I set the long, you know, 10 mile runs. And you don't care. You just keep doing it. Yeah, and I get all this stuff. I'm like, where the fuck is everybody? The only guy that always comes is GI. And he's amazing. He came down, was it last week or week before? 
And he came all the way down at the summit, like an hour and 15-minute drive to bring me some sea bass. He, he had flayed out and everything, and, and then he drove all the way back home again. Oh, and Dave the Mason <laughs> took out a rebar and stuck that fish on there, and he got, uh, what do they call those gas things that you put a flame on? And <laughs> he cooked it that way and ate it. <laughs> what do they call those things? You know, <laughs> so have you, have you drunk lawnmower fuel bottle that GI sometimes brings around? Oh man, that's some nasty stuff. But he but he brings his uh, nuts. He brings his Chinese nuts, which we love. Uh, yeah, he's a he's a good man. That's our only elected official on sec for life. Yeah, how long has he been that? that... Oh geez, yeah, that's a good question. Five, six, seven years at least. Mm-hmm. We have yeah. elections at the at the horse race track, but it's always you know everybody puts in. And what roles mismanagement have you officially had on Rumson? Well, the only one we have is was this uh, what they what say on sec and. Uh, uh, and I had the shortest span. Uh, they, they voted me in. And it was funny, too, because Jack Ship pulls a sneaker off the side of the road. He goes, you got to do the sacred sneaker. And <laughs> they're all laughing, you know. And I, so I drink beer out of it. And he goes, this is a beer we just pulled off the side of the road. It's all full of dirt. And <laughs> <laughs> I laughed, and I went home, and I was really worried about dysentery. I, I laughed for a week because uh, I didn't make it home right away. And then they called, Mrs. Scholl, your, your husband's on sec. <laughs> When I got home and she was out, uh, she, she has since passed away, but she's on the front step with her arms crossed and she points at me, she screams at me, don't you think you're going to leave these bunch of motherfucking ass, and she never talks like this, motherfucking ass, little screaming and yelling. Like, <laughs> she goes, go back and tell me you can't do it. I go, what? No. Because those were that back when they were you know, punching each other in the face or anything else. <laughs> I go, I can't go back there. No, go back right now. <laughs> I went back like my head between my tail between my legs and they're like what uh, I'm like oh my god I, I felt like such a wuss later on a couple years later I was voted for in for a full year so I, I get the, like the longest span of onset a year and a week <laughs> so embarrassing you know? <laughs> these guys set and fired each other <laughs> oh crazy one time he went up to you can delete this whole story it's kind of long but he went up the boycott the Russian tea room. Those are the days of the Cold War. <laughs> so the hash went to boy. Yeah, yeah. Elvin Dick, G- uh, Mr. Jackson, a whole bunch of guys. And we went up, and uh, the owner came out. She was pretty nicely dressed, and uh, I saw so they were doing work on the building, the Russian tea room, and the, and the scaffolding up in front of it. And I jumped up and in my arms, and I put her in the scissors with my legs. <laughs> so that was- so then we went to Needle Park, and uh, Mr. Jackson was fast in those days. He beat some crackhead in a race. <laughs> and then we went to the U.N. building uh, and the Russian embassy. Police were waiting for us. You know, they, they heard that we were coming, and they had it all cordoned off. They pointed us in. They thought we were a bunch of ruffians, but we got over there. <laughs> and Bobby led us in singing in the rain. We're singing, zupita, zupita. <laughs> and all the, the Russians are hanging out the window. They're looking like, what the hell? And the police are <laughs> Because they were like riot gear. We run down the street. We're going to boycott the Russian embassy. So that was kind of. <laughs> that is a weird story. Yeah, and you were like this too. Bobby Reed had a, a sign. He's walking around New York with it. They were jailing Jews in Russia, and he had a sign that said "Free Jewelry," and he had uh, he had a costume jewelry hanging off his sign. <laughs> And this is a true story. I'm not making this up. People actually came up. Is this jewelry for free? And like, you bought it at the dollar store. <laughs> and he goes, yeah. And people would take the jewelry and they'd make off with it. It was, it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, this is the kind of thing that got the Rumson, the nickname of Hell's Angels of Hashing. 
Not anymore, though. Now, we're, like I said, it depends. Pampers wearing uh, <laughs> people taking bets on us in the Deadpool. <laughs> That's scary, isn't it? Hopefully, there'll be many, many more commotions by the oceans and it is sometimes a who's who of hashing that squeezes into the hundreds or so people that are allowed to attend. Yeah, I hope so. And I hope to see you back there. You're, you, did, you did a great circle, I'll tell you. My favorite hash events overall, I like small events, you know, but Casper Kills. It was an invitation only. Hubslet put it on, and he was up there with Friar Fuck and the Incomings, Pop Tart, Tight Lifts, who's a Brigadier General, Cause for Blindness, and only a few other people. There's only like maybe 20 people up there, but funny. And that's what kind of, you know, the hashes that I like, like a little campfire, and Friar Fuck was funny. These guys were drunk, him and Tubslut, they had their feet in the... <laughs> Actually, in the fire, you could see their shoes were smoking, and they were almost catching on fire. <laughs> So drunk, no clothes on, pissing in the fire. Oh, real characters, you know, but steak and eggs and all that stuff. And Cummings was great. Five was MI6, which is like, you know, MI5 from James Bond and all. But this is one step secret, more secret. And she was whacked. I go, come with me. I go, all right. We're feeding like goats in this barn. And she goes, I look up and there's one right over my head. She goes, that's Harold. There's <laughs> like a raccoon in the corner. And it's Beaver Brown or whatever. And I'm like, oh, my God. She was whacked out of her skull. But like I said, MI6, that's, that's heavy duty stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, I miss him. He 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 was a good good people. Good people. I'll get the traditional question in here. When you're on a hash with an RA, is the RA always right? You? You're raw, right? Well, and no, any religious advisor. That's just my Egyptian hash name. Yeah. But is the RA always right? I would say so, unless it's like GI. He circumvents or, or supersedes because he's our he's our boy. He, if he said something contrary, which I doubt he would, then we would be like, oh, okay, G.I. But G.I.'s always right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, keg fell on him. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all right. <laughs> all right. I'll, that'll, do, that'll be good. I'll get the editing. It'll be a, I need a square photo. I can probably find one. To close the circle, here's the Hash Anthem sung by Mother Hash. Swing 